Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You hear him twice a week on our show. It's 133 in Edmonton. John Shannon, our NHL insider for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Pay no overtime rates and 24 service and repairs. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. And uh, John uh, joins us right now here on Oilers Now as we get ready to drop the puck on the 2021 season. John, how are you? Great, Bob. Looking forward. I'm looking forward to having hockey start again. I, I didn't think I would get this excited this quickly, but I am, and I'm on my way to... Even watch that first game at uh, at 3:30 Edmonton time. The Penguins and the Flyers. What do you, what's got you the most excited? Just the fact that we're back playing. No, I, I must admit I, I I'm fascinated by the Canadian division. Uh, I, I I know it's not a long term remedy for hockey in our country, uh, but I, I think that uh, we've always had a special place for. Uh, Canadian versus Canadian games, and and I think that this one will be uh, even more special when we know that it's going to be every time in the 56 games for every team that they're going to be playing a Canadian, uh, another Canadian team. Do you think this is something the NHL might want to continue moving forward? I don't think it's possible. I really don't. We've, we've talked about it a lot recently. And, and quite frankly, from a time zone perspective, it's just not fair for fans in particularly the East, Ottawa, Montreal, and Toronto, uh, to be asked to watch hockey at 9.30, 10.30 at night. Uh, th- that's a difficult thing. And when, when you think how much money television drives revenues now, I just, I just don't see it happen. And at the same time, I mean, if they were going to cater to the uh, Eastern teams, I, I, I don't think we would want to see too many 6 o'clock starts uh, in Edmonton on a weeknight. And, uh, you know, so it, it's as much as it's romantic and it's exciting and it brings us back to maybe to a little bit of what our childhoods were like, I, I just don't see it happening. John, as our listeners know, you're involved on our uh, Oilers Radio Network broadcast as well. You pay special attention to the Oilers. I know you do hits throughout the country. Um, a lot of the pundits kind of have Edmonton in the four, five, six hole, despite the fact that Edmonton had the best winning percentage of any Canadian team 
team last season. Is there too much emphasis? The general consensus here is the Oilers have dramatically improved their five-on-five opportunity, the greater depth at forward, uh, improved the transition on defense as well. Is there too much recency bias in the Oilers crashing out of the uh, playing series early last year? Why do you think that so many of the national media kind of have Edmonton out of the top two or three teams in the north? things. I think the top six teams could be separated by only 12 points, John. And I'm, I'm, I don't think Ottawa's going to be Ottawa's going to be a hard team to play against, too. They're going to be a tough, hard nose. Like, for the Maple Leafs, Montreal's got a bigger, heavier team. They've added Edmondson. Uh, they've added Josh Anderson. That gives them a little bit different dimension. I know that Brendan Shanahan has spoken about the Leafs adding a little bit more muscle and maturation with the likes of Wayne Simmons, even Joe Thornton, some size there. But Ottawa definitely is way tougher than they used to be. And I know people out there, John, toughness doesn't matter anymore. Say that to guys on the ice. It is still a little bit of a factor at times, and it tends to be a little bit cyclical. You know what I'm saying, John? I I also think it's a bigger factor, Bob, when you play a team eight or nine or ten times a season. Bingo. I mean, this, this familiarity is going to really create some great on ice rivalries. And I'm not just talking teams, I'm talking players. You know, I mean, everybody in Alberta is focused on Chuck Cassian. But, you know, people in Winnipeg are, are, you know, they've got Matthew Kachuk labeled with the with the Shifley situation. Uh, by by mid by mid March, we're going to be talking about similar situations with players in Ottawa versus teams and guys in the Vancouver squad. This is going to be that's what's exciting about this whole division. We're going to know every player on all seven Canadian teams better than we have since there was only six teams in the league, Bob. Now, uh, were you young enough to remember those six teams in the in the NHL? I, I, I'm only having a little bit of fun with you. I, I don't know if you. Hey, you've only got a couple years on me. That's established, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be really upset with myself here. Uh, there's a the, the the biggest 
NCAA college football pundit is based uh, in the southeast and he talked about covering the last three years of Bear Bryant and then comparing it uh, you know Bear Bryant finished up 1980 to 1982 died 1983 and then he compared it to covering Nick Saban and I'm upset that I forgot this guy because he is he's a pretty unique he looks a bit like John Short actually and so a really it's unique Paul, guy it's Paul, it's Paul, Paul, Paul Five thank you very much and you know what I mean College football in the Southeast is like hockey in Canada, John. You know that. And Paul Feinbaum is a legend. And when you said that, that's all I could think of was, you know, oh, yeah. you know, you, you did actually see some of those games that the Leafs played back in the, you know, when they when they last won the cup, uh, at least on TV back in 1967. So, uh, awesome, awesome point by you there. Thanks for playing along, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Vancouver Canucks. How much of an impact do you think it is that they don't have JT Miller to start the season? He had 70 points last. Last year. Well, I think when you you're gonna you're gonna miss him in the short term, but again, and what you have to do with, and, and I'm sure that Travis and Jim Benning know this better than you have to be able to make sure that you, that taxi squad has enough bodies on it to make sure that you can get through these early games. Well, well, Miller and and uh, I guess Jordy Ben as well uh, come out of the the COVID situation. So, and, and the, the question then becomes for one of these guys, how long is it? You know, and talking yeah. to a couple of managers, you know, they're talking about some. There's there's a situation where it could be just seven days. Yes. But if a guy if a guy's proved positive and he's forced to go into quarantine for 14 days, and then he then the following seven days he has to have three negative tests. That's three weeks already. Holy smokes! That's a ton of games in this schedule, and and so that be, that has to become a concern. I mean, Nick Dealers in Winnipeg is tested positive today as well, so that's got to be a concern for the Jets. Well, uh, back to football, NFL. And by the way, no, but but look at the Ravens. Look at the Baltimore Ravens, right? They went through a losing streak during the middle of the season. They lost their, you know, the MVP of the league, Lamar Jackson. He missed an entire game that was very winnable for them. And uh, that's the the biggest difference, Bob, is when you're only playing one game a week. There you go. There you go. Bingo. You have the the ability to shuffle the schedule. I mean, the the Ravens, what did they do? Ravens played games on Sunday. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays this year, I think, in the NFL, in order to try to get their 16 games in. You know, so but this, that's going to be difficult in the, in the NHL when you're when you're going to be forced to play a game on a on a day where you thought was off, or you're going to be forced to play two or three games in that seven day window uh, early in May when the regular season is supposed to be over before the Stanley Cup playoffs start. I just got a text from Cactus Jack. He says that's a fine for forgetting Paul. Feinbaum's name. That's just terrible yeah. stuff. He's a legend. Uh, there you go. So, indeed, a good pickup by you, John Shannon, joining us, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. So, uh, we talked a bit about the Canucks. They're going to be a very interesting team to watch in the future. Last year, they had better depth than Edmonton. I don't believe they do right now, uh, especially at forward. I think the Oilers have kind of tilted that a little bit. Calgary, how much pressure do you think's on uh, Jacob Markstrom? And is this the last year for that Calgary core that features the likes of Monaghan and Goodrow to get something done. If they Let's say they miss. All that money in turn they gave up to Markstrom could change his becoming in Calgary. Uh, well, gosh, 
you know, I mean, I think that the, the question of Giordano's age after this year will become a factor. I do think that Johnny Goodrow and Sean Monaghan are probably on the, uh, maybe in Canada, under the biggest microscope of two players that have not been able to deliver at key times. Now that they, those two guys, more than anything, I would even, I would even suggest to you, Bob, um, that they're not, that they're not on the first line this year. Right now, they would be considered to be on the second line for the Calgary Flames. And Jeff Ward, the good thing about Jeff Ward is he's very familiar with them and what he what he's going to have to do with them. I'm I'm one of those guys that if you gave we've, we've talked about the six teams that that are going to be in the fight for playoff uh, uh, position in this in this division. I'm I'm least sold on Calgary of really? all the teams in the country. I am least sold on Calgary. I don't. I mean that's a lot lot of pressure to put on Markstrom uh, and, and you know let's remember they're going without Travis Hamannick I know he didn't play in the playoffs they're going without Travis Hamannick they're going without TJ Brody they made that decision uh, I, I'm not as I'm not as convinced about Calgary of the Canadian teams that I am of the others I think I, I'm a, I'm actually bullish on Vancouver uh, I do like the acquisition of, of Hamannick. I do like the, the the combination of Demko and Holtby. Uh, and Nate Schmidt. I, 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 Nate Schmidt, John. Nate and, Schmidt and as Nate, well. Nate, Big Nate, 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 Nate Schmidt on the blue line. And I and I and I am a, a massive fan of Travis Green. I think Travis Green is is a modern day NHL coach. And I think he has made a huge difference for that organization. John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. All right, John, uh, Winnipeg Jets. You mentioned Nikolai Nicola Ehlers in the league. Make it, so now that it, the league has started, they announce who has COVID, and Ehlers is now out. Is that what you're hearing? No, that's true. Paul Maurice announced it this morning that Nick Ehlers has been tested positive for COVID. Yeah. That's a tough go for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Are they... Uh, which, I mean, Connor Hellebuck won the Vesna Trophy. Can he start out of 56 games? Can he start 44 to 46 games? Or are they going to need Brassant to pick up a little bit more than that? I think if you get, I, I'm, I'm, I think if you get any of the elite goaltenders, I think you have to go to 40. Um, the question becomes: Is because Laurent Boisseau or Jake Allen in Montreal can they give you 16 points? I mean, because you, you, you need at least 16 points in 16 games as a backup goaltender. You need, you need to be NHL 500. I know that's an awful thing to say, but NH, you, need, you need to make sure you win as many as you lose or at least get the, get the game to overtime in a shootout. So uh, I, I, think, I think Hellebuck has to play 40 games. I, yeah. I really do. Um, uh, but I, any more than that, that's going to be hard with this schedule. 245 was the goals against the average last year for Jake Allen in St. Louis. Uh, Koskinen at 275, 2.75, and Smith at 2.95 at Edmonton. Uh, St. Louis, obviously, a good defensive team. I, I, I don't mind Montreal. Uh, we're working our way east. Toronto, uh, are they the... I know a lot of the Eastern Pundits, ha, Eastern pundits have them as a prohibitive favorite. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Leafs? Uh, I'm not as bullish on them either as, uh, as a lot of people are. I, I still you know this is a team that has unbelievable talent uh, but there's obviously something missing 
you know, for the last four seasons, they've had to try to bring in veteran leadership to keep things on track, and it hasn't worked yet. It hasn't worked yet. I mean, whether it was Patrick Marlowe, uh, whether it was John Tavares, whether it was uh, now it's Joe Thornton, it was Jason Spezza last year, they're trying to bring somebody in to, to, to build some character in the room, let alone on the ice. I, don't, I mean, Joe Thornton's not going to play 56 games. I don't right. think Jason Spezza will play 56 games. So, you know, is Mitchell Marner, has he grown up enough? Austin Matthews, Freddie Anderson, can he carry the load? I still think they have major issues on the blue line. You know, they're going to score lots of goals, uh, but, I, you know, I mean, I'm not sure how many they're going to keep out of the net. And uh, I think that's why, that's one of the reasons why it's a six-team race in this division, just because the, the team that should that should be at the top of the, of the heap isn't at the top of the heap. John, uh, Ottawa, we've already kind of danced around a bit. Montreal Canadiens, uh, I, I think they got a good one-two punch and goal. Edmondson's a winner on defense. I never totally, far be it for me to second-guess Doug Armstrong, but the confluence of events, Edmondson, uh, Justin Falk contract extension, losing Petrangelo, pretty interesting haul out because it definitely changed the dynamic of the Blues a bit. They've got a smaller defense, albeit one that can move pucks, especially since they added Krug from Boston. Uh, but I've always liked Joel Edmondson. I like Jake Allen. Uh, I've always liked Josh Anderson. A little light at center for me. So give me the top four teams in the North. teams in the north okay and i'm not going to give you in any particular order just so that i don't i, I hate predictions uh, i think it's edmonton montreal toronto vancouver i have uh, edmonton toronto montreal and calgary those are my top four i have vancouver at five winnipeg at six and ottawa at seven but but i'll tell you what if you put if you put calgary and winnipeg in that mix all of a sudden this, that's what this, this is like this is like a 56 game playoff that's what's exciting about it it really is i mean i i think that I, and i think canadian hockey fans are going to really enjoy it um, from the just from the perspective of every night there's pressure every night i i i my quote of the week bob is this is not a marathon anymore this is a sprint and we're going to be sprinting for 116 days John, great stuff. I know we're going to be hearing you all season. Obviously, you do Mondays and Wednesdays and Oilers now, again, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, you're on Reed's show on Inside Sports once a week, but you're also on uh, our face-off show all season long. Great stuff, and we'll look forward to touching base here uh, throughout the course of the week. And for those uh, that uh, have been have come down with the virus uh, in the last day, please stay safe and stay healthy. There you go. That is John Shannon, our NHL insider. It is 150 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Uh, we'll wrap things up. We'll get to this day in Oilers history as well. You're listening to Oilers Now. Driving safe doesn't always protect you from... If you've been injured in a car accident, call James H. Brown, Accident Injury Lawyers. With over 200 years of experience, you can trust that they'll have your back. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Alberta Injury Lawyers. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Check. A special shout-out to Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned an operator for over 50 years. 
Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup, takeout options for a menu and a list of the 13 Edmonton area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. All right, all right, all right. We go to list Dan Oilers history. Well, 24 years ago today, the best player in the world was born, Connor McDavid. Last four seasons, 100, 108, 116 last year in 63 games, 97 points. He has 469 points in 351 career games. 21 minutes and 52 seconds of ice time last year uh, for McDavid. Uh, he will center RNH and Cassian, dry settle with Cahoon and Yamamoto, Turris with Archibald and Pulleyarvi. Pulleyarvi last year, 53 points in 56 games in the Finnish League for Carpat Top 5 in scoring. Jujar Kara with Tyler Ennis and Alex Chase on Darnell Nurse with Ethan Bear, Caleb Jones with Adam Larson, and uh, Slater Cuckoo. Uh, with Tyson Berry. Do you want to mention that uh, Nurse 23-27 last season, Barrett 21-58 led all rookies in time on ice. Oscar Kleffbaum out for the year on LTIR, played 25-25 top five in the league in time on ice last season. The Oilers will look to split and have a little bit more diversified uh, minute sharing responsibility, especially on the right side. Matt Benning consistently was held under 14 minutes per game last year. Larson played 19-50, sort of in a second pairing role. Uh, you got to know that Tyson Berry is going to play more than 14 minutes a game on the right side. Koskinen starts a goal against Braden Holpe. The top two lines for Vancouver, no JT Miller. Uh, Elias uh, Pedersen, along with Brock Besser and Jake Vertanen up front. Besser, 29, 26, and 16 goals. Uh, Besser, 20, 29 goals the last two years. Horvat, four-time 20-goal scorer with Pearson and Nils uh, Hoaglander coming out of Sweden. Apparently been very impressive in camp. Those are the top two lines for Vancouver. Nate Schmidt coming over that deal from Vegas after the uh, Golden Knights went out and chased and signed Alex Petrangelo. So they got Edler and Schmidt together, rookie of the year runner-up. Quinn Hughes, along with Travis Hamannick, who Vancouver officially signed yesterday. And then Ole Yo-Levy uh, with Myers. It'll be Braden Holt be to start. Okay, circling back to this day in Oilers history, what happened in 1991? Uh, Mark Messier scores his 1,000th career point, uh, assisting on Glenn Anderson's 400th career goal and a 5-3 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Each of those two factoring in on the Oilers' final three goals of the game, while Bill Ranford outdueled Ron Hextall in net. All right, tomorrow on Oilers Now, we have Louis DeBrusque, for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, solar, Brian Burke and George LaRock, plus post-game uh, thoughts and a preview of the Oilers' second game of the season against the Vancouver Canucks. Again, our face-off show starts tonight with uh, a cast of thousands, including Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, uh, Jack Michaels, myself. Uh, at uh, 6 p.m., the puck drop from Rogers Place is at 8 p.m. Uh, as well. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen and I. Have a uh, wonderful Wednesday. Back at you at 6. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.